0: Welcome in. Happy anniversary. I will get to that in just a second. But, man, here we are. A crazy show we've got to talk about today. I'm actually recording this. I usually do record day of the Thursday and still post. Um, But what I'm doing right now, it is Tuesday evening, and I felt it was very appropriate to sit on down and talk about what's going on. Huge day in Kansas athletics. Uh, We'll get to that. A little bit of a reaction to just the, the terrible UTEP performance or the performance against UTEP. But, and of course I have some words on the shambolic press conference that took place for Kansas athletics and their just <laughs> embarrassment of an athletic director right now. But you are of course listening to the believe in Jayhawks basketball show, just really getting right into the meat of the, of the issue. I am Jonas Nordman. And this is a, I think this can be a really fun show. I, I mentioned the anniversary. I'll get into that. And, in, just a second, uh, huge news for Kansas basketball as we are about to descend on Big 12 championship or big 12 tournament play. Uh, some like I said, a little bit of reaction to that game against UTEP and some awards news as we are in that type type of year or that time of the year and like I said, Jeff Long is just in it now, and what an embarrassing face to have as the as the face of Kansas athletics at the forefront of a university and their athletic department just. It's embarrassing. Uh, Believe in Jayhawks basketball show. Believe podcast network. I was still thinking about old Jeffy there, and I got my words twisted. Believe podcast network, your number one home. Your number one podcast network for professionals. We believe in our teams. (laughs) Do you believe? So let's get right into it. The anniversary, what what are we saying? It is that time. It feels like it was 10 years ago. It was just... One year ago, this episode, one year ago on the Thursday, right before Big Twelve play. In fact, I think this was the day when KU was about to play. Yeah, Kansas was getting ready to play. They had just they had played one evening before. The the lower seated teams had 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 their round, the play-in round, if you will, the Big Twelve Championship. And it was one year ago, maybe not necessarily to the day, but of this show and of this episode. When essentially the world shut down, I finished up my episode. I was saying, oh, this coronavirus thing might be happening. This might be something to keep an eye on. And as is the case usually with this show, and especially this is the instance that I reference the most. I posted the episode. And then next thing you know, that's when the Twitter updates. That's when the updates start flowing in. Games get canceled. Tournaments get canceled. And then, of course, the big one the tournament, the March Madness NCAA championship bracket, got canceled. That was right after we posted this show. This was right after about a year ago. Um, Again, I'm recording this on the Tuesday. When this posts on the Thursday, uh, it'll be a year from that Thursday. So pretty crazy stuff, pretty crazy to think about what we've gone through in that meantime. um, What has happened really, because this is a Kansas basketball show, and that's what you come here to listen to. Uh, Pretty remarkable to think about what was happening just a short year ago. I mean, it feels, again, a lifetime ago in a ways. But just a year ago, Yudoka Azabuki, Devon Dotson, and Isaiah Moss. Don't forget Isaiah Moss. We're still on the roster. Just And, and Kansas had just wrapped up uh, a regular season for the ages. One loss in Big 12 play. I was probably on air hooting and hollering about the Big 12 uh, clinching victory over Texas Tech and how Kansas was riding the strength of an all-world defense getting ready to be the overall number one seed in the NCAA tournament. And next thing you know, it all goes to hell in a (laughs) handbasket. Two of those guys are now professionals. Uh, To be honest, I'm not sure what Isaiah Moss is doing these days. And Kansas lost, well, a number of games this year. Although they finished the conference season 12-6, and and even in their worst year, Kansas finds a way to fail upwards and finish second, which a lot of people probably predicted before the year started. Kansas might finish second to Baylor, which they ended up doing sort of in glorious fashion, but Baylor only played 14 games. So that's an asterisk next to their historic season. Kind of BS to be honest. And Kansas sitting there at 12 and six only finishes three games out of first place. So, Baylor, maybe play a season next time, a full season, and don't be such knuckleheads. And, of course, all of Baylor's best seasons always come with a stain at the hands of Kansas basketball. Last year, Baylor was unbelievable, didn't even win the conference, lost their home game to really take control, which was dominated by Yudoka Zbuki. This year, should have gone undefeated in conference play and overall, and they got annihilated in Allen Fieldhouse because – they had the audacity to not take the virus seriously. And then the state of Texas got shut down there for a period as well. So Kansas finished second and things are feeling a lot different than they were this time last year for a variety of reasons, as I'll get into, but the way KU finished the year was riding. What people are saying is an elite defense. It's certainly a very good defense with a guy, Marcus Garrett, who, makes all Big 12 defensive team not the defensive player of the year in the Big 12 that went to Davion Mitchell which fine best defensive player on the best defensive team in the nation and the conference sure you can't watch both players play and tell me that Davion Mitchell is a better defensive player but it's fine regardless KU will go into the tournament Probably as a three or a four seed, which again, remarkable for a team that fell out of the rankings just a month ago, two months ago now at this point. And as a three or four seed, you're still expected to at least make the second weekend, which if Kansas makes the sweet 16 this year, I'll take it again, based off of some really shocking news that came down today. And I think that I've sort of said my piece on what happened a year ago and where we're at now. So let's move right into it. Uh, KU announced that they were going to have a press conference today on Tuesday at one 30. Uh, the rumors started leaking out because the Kansas athletic department is now leakier than in an old wartime ship at this point. Can't hold any water. So the rumors were flying uh, all the news about the football situation. Everyone knew it was going to happen before it even happened because they can't keep their lips shut. And it's an embarrassment there. <laughs> Regardless, so the news started leaking. The joke started flying about Jeth- Jethro in. Maybe getting more playing time, which could mean only one thing. And those rumors and everything prove themselves to be true. David McCormack, Tristan and Aruna will not participate at all in the upcoming Big 12 tournament. They are in COVID-19 protocols. Not necessarily meaning that they themselves tested positive. Uh, but could have been in contact with someone who did. seems like a lot of situations these days come down to barbers, right? The Chiefs had that issue. Uh, Former Jayhawks Joel Embiid had that issue at the All-Star Game, same with Ben Simmons. So uh, maybe the two guys got a haircut from a bad barber, like Sweeney Todd, the demon of Fleet Street. And uh, they will not be participating in the Big 12 tournament, like I said. Expected back for the big dance but we'll see kind of kind of relevant, right? I was just talking about this time last year, um, Kansas's season had an abrupt end due to the coronavirus. And right now it took all this time, but here are two players in KU's roster being affected by the coronavirus props to the roster and to the team for the most part for making it through the meat of the season with no issues from a basketball standpoint, well, let me start by saying this. I hope the two young men are doing okay. I wish them all the best in their recovery or in their just continuing to test negative over the course of the week if they haven't necessarily tested positive. But from a basketball standpoint, who really cares? First and foremost, Kansas is not likely to win this Big 12 tournament regardless because of Baylor. Yes, they just blew them out. But also, have you seen Baylor since that game against KU? They're back to being nasty. They're really good. They'll probably thrash KU in a championship game. Secondly, it's the Big 12 tournament. The trophy's nice, but whatever. So Kansas is projected to be a three seed right now. They drop to a four, big deal. They're kind have of to, have to earn it regardless. And the teams are going to play. As we saw against UTEP, KU just can't roll out and, and deal with them. They're going to have to put some effort in. It's going to be tough no matter what. So if they're going to miss time, better it be now than in a week. And also better than a week ago. People put too much stock in these three days in a row in middle of March. These conference tournaments don't really matter. They do for the, uh, the lower leagues, right? The automatic bids. That's how a lot of teams need to make the tournament. And yes, it helps with bubble situations. But Kansas is not on the bubble. They'll make it despite the struggles they had over the course of the year, and they'll be either a three or four seed. They will see their name called on Selection Sunday. Big 12 tournament doesn't matter. Chance for Anaruna and McCormack to rest, get healthy, test negative, and hopefully see them uh, this time next week. But that was huge news. Came on down the line. Shocking stuff. Stuff you don't hope to see and it adds to the long legacy of Kansas big men not playing in the Big 12 tournament for whatever reason. Joel Embiid hurt. Cliff Alexander issues off the court. Yudoka Azabuki a few years ago injured. I think you can throw Billy Preston in there, right? Never really got the season going anyways. I feel like I'm even missing other guys. I feel like Carlton Bragg may have missed Big 12 tournament for, well, he left the team, right? So, if you're KU big man having a good year, that, uh, that Big 12 tournament is a big of a bit of a bugaboo. David McCormack also not playing. So they will not be playing. KU, of course, played last week. You listening to the Believe in Jayhawks basketball show. I am Jonas Nordman. Hit me up on social media if you have any opinions on what's going on if you want to reminisce about the year that has been in college basketball and Kansas basketball and about what I'm going to talk about with the UTEP game. So it was a travesty. Kansas played terribly. It was an awful display. I wish I never watched the game, just being honest. Um, one team decided to show up and show some effort. The other team figured about, oh, midway through the second half that we might have to try today. So Kansas, at the end of the day, did out talent and figure it out, and they were able to beat the miners who finished the year, at 12 and 11, by the way, right in the middle of conference USA. Final score, 67, 62. Kansas was down by 15 at one point, down by 14 at halftime. Just a pitiful display by a team that clearly was not taking its opponent seriously. Um, thank goodness for David McCormack. Who turned it on in the second half? Eighteen points. Ochai Abaji got it going, nineteen points. Um, but it was a really, a really just poor display from guys from like Jalen Wilson, three points, only two rebounds, hardly even played in the second half just because it wasn't happening. Another tough way to end the season for Christian Brown, six points, only attempted one three pointer, didn't make it. And <laughs> Mitch Lightfoot just. Two points, 10 minutes. Also, did not really. I don't think he played at all in the second half. Thankfully, because it just wasn't effective. Two points, only two <laughs> rebounds for Mitch Lightfoot. Missed a free throw. Not a good display. Uh, Dewan Harris did come on. Lightning Rod played well. And, and I will admit, the first, when I first heard the news about what happened with Anaruna and McCormack today, my first thought was right away, oh, get ourselves a little bit of five-guard action, huh? Finally, let's see some efficient basketball. Now I know Mitch Lightfoot is more than likely going to step right into the starting lineup. I don't love it either. But a little continuity and a guy that builds self-trust, it's, it's to be expected. Uh, so Lightfoot will get probably the lion's share of the minutes. And if you're wondering who Kansas will be playing in the big 12 tournament, uh, they await the winner of Oklahoma and Iowa state. So rude for Iowa state, but expect Oklahoma. <laughs> I think that's, that's fair to say. I think Bryce Thompson has been very bright since he's come back off the, the injured list. Uh, didn't have his best game against UTEP with only two points, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to a little bit more DeWan Harris in that tournament as well, Marcus Garrett in his final game, perhaps at Allen Fieldhouse, a very Marcus Garrett-like line of 11 points, four steals, five assists, a couple of rebounds, just sort of doing it all for the team. So at the end of the regular season came the awards. Real quickly, the ones that really matter, Marcus Garrett, all defensive Big 12 team. I believe he made Big 12 second team as well. Let me just double check. Right here. Yes, he did. He, along with Dave McCormack, uh, all Big 12 second team. Dave McCormack also winning 2021 Big 12 most improved player. Jalen Wilson gets all newcomer team and all freshman team. Congratulations. And then Christian Brown, Ochabaji get all Big 12 honorable mention. Ochaibaji leads the team in scoring for the season, by the way. Only, made, only makes all Big 12 Honorable mention. I feel like there's a statement in there. You can determine it for yourself. Believe in Jayhawks basketball show on the Believe Podcast Network. I feel like we've had a lot of information on today's episode and sort of coming to the tail end already. Appreciate you listening as well. Enjoy Selection Sunday, by the way. We haven't had a Selection Sunday in over a year. And man, does that suck. But the brackets will be out soon. The tournament will be starting pretty soon. It'll all be in the great state of Indiana. And at least we're having it this year, right? I don't know how the broadcast is going to work. I know that CBS and they've got their, their Pinnacle Plus streaming service coming out. Um, we'll see how that goes. Find a, find a pirate pirating st- uh, stream if you need. I don't know. But I, I'm going to... Try to keep this brief while also trying to have some sort of a statement. This is the believe in Jayhawks basketball show. So really this exists in a vacuum and I couldn't care less about Kansas football in many ways. One, I do not try to exert any effort caring about Kansas football for the time being, because what's the point, right? First of all, I put a lot of effort into Kansas basketball in a lot of ways. Secondly, They're just the worst program in America, simply put, right? That's not even hyperbole. Uh, The news broke over the past week or so about Kansas, former Kansas head coach, Les Miles, and his inappropriate behavior at LSU. And everything that's happened since has just been a black guy in the university. And it, it always is going to come back and circle to the top, right? although S does tend to fall downhill or roll downhill, that S needs to start somewhere. Speaking of pinnacle, needs to start at the top of a mountaintop. And and I think the comments coming from Jeff Long, the current athletic director, and hopefully I'm not saying that for much longer. He's so tone deaf. He's such an imbecile. And I think every move made by him has been an utter failure. I came on these airwaves recently, and although I am an alumni and a fan, that does not mean I need to be a sycophant. I came on these airwaves a couple weeks ago, months ago, for the Creighton game and criticized the athletic department for the way they handled the ticket situation the first time letting fans into Allen Fieldhouse during the pandemic. I thought that was a travesty. I thought it was terrible. It was clearly a sneaky move just to get fans in there, not caring what fan base was there. And it was more Creighton fans, or at least it sounded like it. I should have known, right, the second that Jeff Long went on Twitter and wanted to celebrate Dairy Queen as a great local business. Should have known something was up with that kook. And I don't care if it's a local owner. Don't be an don't be an idiot. So again, this is. Not, I don't care what happens with Kansas football, or at least for the purpose of the show, I don't care what can, happens with Kansas football, but the guy at the top clearly is not doing anything right for Kansas athletics. And without Kansas athletics, there is no Kansas basketball, right? Although you could, you could argue one, the opposite. Without Kansas basketball, there is no KUAD. Who's making the money? It ain't softball. He's basically lying to our face. I didn't watch press conference today because I don't need to see a three ring circus on my computer screen. And I was also driving. So I was trying to be safe, (laughs) but saying, I don't remember who I interviewed saying, I don't need the the comment that he said, I don't need a search firm for the next Kansas football coach. First of all, he shouldn't be making that decision because he shouldn't be the athletic director by this time tomorrow, but just look what's happening with the program. The Adidas issues. This issues with Les Miles, he hired his friend, right? All of it. Bill Self's uh, contract comes up next, next year, by the way. Not extended yet. And for him to say, I didn't know about Les Miles stuff. Well, he's your friend. You probably knew about it. The athletic director at LSU in 2013 recommended Les Miles being fired. And by the way, Jeff Long came from Arkansas. All the programs there, and we'll focus on football for the time being, stank while he was there. Although they are now decent, Arkansas has been playing better since he left. Coincidence? Probably. No, actually, not probably. I think not. So I thought the way they handled the ticket situation a few months ago was awful. I think everything that's transpired football wise has been idiotic, and yeah, it's a. Let's just say I'm not overly proud of the of the old alma mater these days. Um, I saw a great great tweet. I think it was a good friend, Andrew Joseph, saying, or it was maybe it was uh, Schusty, Schuster. like Schuster. Like, you didn't know you were going to hire Les Miles beforehand, but there was a camera crew outside of his house. Like, Because remember, they did the Miles to Go uh, ESPN Plus feature. Give me a break. So he shouldn't be conducting the next hire. No matter what happens with the basketball team and Bill Self, he shouldn't be conducting any sort of, oh, that, that's what I was trying to remember. I've, I've never felt less confident in the situation with the NCAA and Kansas basketball than I did today realizing who's at the tip of that spear in dealing with this and I'll leave it at that. Thanks for listening. Jonas Nordman, believe in Jayhawks basketball show, believe podcast network, Uh, really fun stuff. Hey, you go through a lot of schlep over the course of a college basketball season, the doldrums of winter to get to this point. So enjoy the big 12 tournament as much as possible Um, I'm not aware of their ticketing situation. I'm sure it's limited. But if you somehow have an opportunity to get inside the Sprint Center, this is one of my favorite events. I love the Big 12 tournament. I do not believe it gets enough credit as a great sporting event in our country. Big 12 is not necessarily thought of as a great basketball conference, despite the numbers year in and year out. It's just not. You think of the ACC, the Big East, so on and so on, so forth. But the way... Big 12 country congregates there on the Sprint Center in the Power and Light District, which, you know, has a bit of a, a veneer over it, but still. It's a great environment, uh, especially when Kansas is involved in making a run and Texas is good and they bring a good fan base. And if K-State's playing well, Iowa State always shows up. It's a great time. And, and I wish we could get the full experience this year. Uh, hopefully we get at least... A smidgen of it, and this time next year, we're talking about packed houses, talking about uh, another great Big 12 championship weekend. Enjoy it. Hopefully, KU has a good result against probably Oklahoma, and we, we ride from there. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, and as always, Mark Shock. One, two, three, and to the four. Snoop Doggy Dogg and Dr. Dre is at the dope Ready to make an entrance, so back on up.